You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that only works in blacks and sometimes really dark grays. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Samantha. I'm Cody. That is a topical Lego Batman movie reference. <laughs> it, it did just come out on Swish on DVD. It and is Blu-ray. so it might actually be topical. Wow! <laughs> all right, hey everybody, thank you all for tuning in. We have a great show for you this week. A bunch of news to go over, but first, let's get into some things we've been checking out. And Josh, you weren't here last week. Nope. So I'm I am making you go first. That's yeah. fine. I plan on you going on first anyway. Yeah, go for it. So uh, I'm back. A dinosaur story. I know. Hey, I like that movie. <laughs> I actually watched it not that long ago. Really? Yeah. I don't oh, think wow. I've seen it yeah. since I was a kid. I've never seen it. It's on Netflix. I don't remember if I've seen it or not. I'll tell you, for as much dinosaur-related media that I am known to enjoy, I have seen a surprisingly little amount of dinosaur films. Um, yeah, John Goodman's the voice of uh, Rex. That makes sense. <laughs> really good movie like i haven't seen that i have only seen one or part of one uh the first uh land before time the first one's the only good one yeah and uh i've never seen theodore rex starring Whoopi goldberg i've seen that movie more times than i'd like to admit (laughs) (laughs) they used to play it on tv all the time really yeah i must have seriously dodged a bullet there then like the tnd like tnt would like play ah play blocks of it wow (laughs) that's awful yeah i know (laughs) Anyway, anyway, last time I talked to my mom, she asked me, is Josh ever going to be on your show again? (laughs) Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I sleep through one and then I go on vacation and (laughs) you slept through two. You slept through two. Oh, well, I slept through two there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, you're back. Yes. A dinosaur story. A dinosaur story. Big heads, big head, little arms. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what <laughs> the episode title? Josh is why, back. A dinosaur get, story. We are, we are seriously off track here. Why, Josh, why were you not here last week? I was attending uh, Origins Gaming Convention. Yeah, in Columbus. In Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yes. Uh, for people who don't know, Origins is one of the biggest tabletop board gaming uh, conventions in the country. That's like, not. That's not that one in. Yeah, it's not Gen Con. Yeah, it's not that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Like, this one is more focused on, like, playing, like, different games that are coming out that aren't out yet. and Lots of demos. It's E3 for board games. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, honestly. Because <laughs> Gen Con's not bad. Gen Con's more about buying stuff. Not, not that Origins doesn't have a lot of things to buy, but it has a huge room. Like, think Wizard World, but just dedicated to tabletop gaming demos. See, I was, I was just going to say, uh, it almost sounds like Gen Con is the wizard world of gaming conventions because it's all focused on buying merch. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Please no, give us free no, tickets. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, wizard World has a great lineup. They have a year, great actually. lineup. I haven't looked at their list yet. Jason David Frank's going to be there. Of course he is. <laughs> Don't Lou, even have to look. No. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> of course he is. David Tennant. David Tennant's actually going to be there. Yeah, that's a good Man, that's going to be a long line. Kate yeah. Beckinsale. Yeah. Another very long line. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. And John Barrowman. Oh, man. Really? Really. <sighs> Start saving now, bud. Yeah, it's, I a, know, good, right? it's a good lineup. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, Origins Gaming Expo. Man, it was, oh, man, it was packed. <laughs> and it was hot. 
It was so hot. Like, yeah, it's always in the summer, but man, this summer, like, just starting up is already super hot. Yeah. Like, 90 degrees, like, every day. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to explain. Oh, yeah. We all live here. <laughs> I know. 90 degrees, but in armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you play anything fun? Oh, I did. Um, let's see here. I played a game called Banana Bandits. <laughs> is, it, is it from the people who made Bananagrams? No. Which is a pretty good game, too. But no, um, it's one of those games that I it really drew me because the board is very visually interesting. Is it a banana? No. Is it a real banana? <laughs> no, it is not a real banana. <laughs> the game has a very short shelf life. Do you bite into a whole banana unwrapped as part of the game? Oh, Get Ew. that crunch. <laughs> no, it has to be a green one too. Um, no, 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 no. It looks like a it looks like a skyscraper, like straight out of uh, Rampage. Okay, it's got lots of windows. Like it's it's got four sides on top, and it's got lots of windows in it. Mm -hmm. And you uh, you are gorillas, different gorillas, and you have to climb the tower and go around it. And the goal is to punch the other gorillas around and make them drop their coins so you can pick them up. And then when you get enough of the coins, you go up to the roof and you spend your coins to get banana tokens and you have to get so many banana tokens to win. That sounds fun. That actually yeah. sounds really fun. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I kicked the living poop out of the guy that was demoing it. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's always a good feeling. Yeah. Like my dice karma was great. <laughs> For a monkey game. For a monkey game. Yeah. Yes, that's probably what it is. Yeah, the Part game has to involve monkeys for you to have good dice luck. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, I ended up buying a few games. I bought um, Almost Got Em, which is a... Um, have you guys ever played a... Are you a werewolf? No, I've, played, I've werewolf. played werewolf. Is it the one where you sit around in a circle and try to guess who's the werewolf? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's like that and poker had a baby and that baby was Batman. Yeah, oh, it, that's I'm in. It, it's it's based on that animated series episode. Where, Almost got him. Yeah, where the villains are playing poker and oh, one of them okay. is Batman in disguise. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, that uh, sounds cool. Oh yeah. Uh, it takes at least at least five people to play. Four players and one moderator. Okay. Because the moderator has to know who the who the Batman is. Gotcha. All right. So I'll never play it. That's way too many people. I'll never get that many people together to play a board game. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I tried to get people together to play it while I was there, and it was hard. Because <laughs> everyone else was off either playing Cards Against Humanity, Werewolf, or disappeared to somewhere. Mm. Cards Against People still playing Cards Against Humanity? Mm-hmm. Though, mean, I, though I've seen less people playing Cards Against Humanity and more play, more people playing um, Joking Hazard. Joking Hazard is better. Because it is. It is. Yeah. It's got pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. I played all kinds of games. Um, I'm still kind of miffed at the Cards Against Humanity people for doing that hole-in-the-ground stunt. I don't know what you that know is. That? On April Fool's Day, they had people donate money to dig a hole in the ground for no reason. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and a bunch of people donated just a whole crap load of money to dig a hole in the ground for no reason. Jeez. And it's like, way to go, idiots. Like, yeah. Throwing money. I guess it was like a performance art or something. But they like, always do stuff like that because didn't, like, didn't they mail out boxes of literal bull feces? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's at least there's a product, you I get, guess. You get something with it. Yeah. Gross. That's just like money that could have went to a charity or something. Yeah. <laughs> or like the everything is terrible guys trying to build that 
that pyramid of uh, Jerry Maguire VHS tapes in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> At least they're trying to build something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, there's a new Rick and Morty card game coming out. Oh, cool. Another um, one? Yeah, another one. <laughs> it has to do with uh, the different uh, alternate dimension Ricks. Oh, cool. I like cryptozoic games, and at the same time, I don't like cryptozoic games mm-hmm. because I like the I like the various weird games they do, but I hate their card quality. Mm. It's not very good. Yeah, like it's bad the, card feel. It, it well, it is. It like feels bad, and they rip really easy. And they should feel bad. They should. They really should. Yeah, that that cryptozoic penny arcade game, and the <laughs> cards were a little. They were clumsy. not great. Yeah. Well, also, it, the game wasn't great yeah. either. Oh, yeah, P- Penny Arcade. <laughs> the game, it could have been any game. Yeah. Like, the rules didn't have any sort of Penny Arcade feel to it. Yeah. Was it not enjoyable? No. Because that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Margaret Wise was there, the author of the Dragonlance series. Oh, okay. Books. Cool. Yeah. I did not see her, like, anywhere. <laughs> I even walked by the special guest area. <laughs> Commander Holly was there. I saw her for two seconds. In her goblin form, <laughs> and that cool. goblin costume is solid. Like you it was, could... yeah, it was really good. She was up near the D and D area. Cool. Okay, well, because she kind of works for them, sort of, so, kind of, sorta. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of, sorta. Man, there were a lot of people playing. Uh, I don't want to say they're pickup games of D and D, but it's a uh, there's a specific name for it. Um, One shot, organized play D and D. Okay. Uh, kind of like it's almost like a D and D tournament mm. kind of thing. Mm. A lot of people doing that. Like there was like a whole floor dedicated to it. Oh wow! We gotta get Holly on this show somehow. That would that would be cool. <laughs> I think we'd peak at that point. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh man, uh, I saw a miniature game I really wanted to play. Uh, it's called Dust. <laughs> dust? Question mark? No, no. I'm, I, I can't remember if it was Dust or Rust. I'm pretty sure it's Dust. But it's a it's a war game, miniature game, set in an, an alternate history World War II. Mm. And there's a bunch. There's like the uh, the Americans, the Russians, the Germans, and I want to say the Japanese. And then there's like mercenary figures you can add into your armies. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's a dime a dozen, honestly, kind of like Cthulhu games. But the thing I like about them is you can pay just a little extra, and you can have a force of fully painted miniatures without having to paint them yourself. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Because that's the one of the that's the one thing I hate about miniature gaming is painting miniatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think I I would have the patience. No. No. It's like what's that game Scythe? They have that one there. That's supposed to be really good. Oh yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I I saw it, I watched it, and I could not understand it. <laughs> oh, speaking of games that are really complicated, I played this other game called Guild Ball. It's a miniature board game, and then you can buy a bunch of add-ons to it. It's kind of like um, Blood Bowl. Cool. Which okay. A, yeah. Which is a Warhammer fantasy football game. Yeah. I re- yeah. I remember that. But this is almost like fantasy soccer or rugby okay with a bunch of different factions you can get it's oh geez it's so there's so much to it <laughs> no seriously like when your turn the turn is you do the actions for this character your opponent does actions for a character and then you trade off back and forth until you complete your entire team oh wow yeah it's, it's the arkham horror of fantasy yeah. sports yeah pretty much <laughs> and like i understand the game but at the same time, they're like, there's so much. And each player on your team has their own card with their own abilities. And the game literally comes with a million pieces and it takes forever to set up. <laughs> at, at what point does it stop being fun? 
when you open the box <laughs> <laughs> and you see all these little cardboard tokens and you're like, oh man. Uh, nah, <laughs> when, nah. You, when you've done two turns and it turns out that three hours is passed. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The game book even says a game typically takes about two hours. <laughs> God. I mean, once it starts going, it's kind of fun. Like there's a faction of, um, I think they're called the Fishers or the Fishermen. Each one of their characters has an ability where they could basically harpoon the ball and bring it to them. Nice. Oh, that's cool. And their mascot is a is a octopus, and it can move it around on the field, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of factions. I'm like, just sitting there looking at all these pieces. I'm like, hmm, okay. I've always <laughs> wanted to play Blood Bowl, but it's like 90 bucks for a set. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's Same. Games Workshop. Yeah. yeah. They they literally want blood from your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got, I got to see a bunch of the new Warhammer minis, too. Uh, mm. with the new rule set and everything that just came out. Mm. Interesting stuff. I still won't play it. <laughs> you know, I tried playing Warhammer once, and it was decent enough. But you need a whole notebook for your army. It's like I don't want to spend that kind of money and time yeah. into there, actually getting into it. Yeah, there's a reason there, the term Math Hammer exists. Yeah. It's, man, man, that's a whole nother level of, like, tedium. Well, when you have to use a tape measure to measure out your moves, <laughs> well, a lot of um, a lot of miniature games are like that. Ah, but now we're getting to the age of miniature games where everything comes with a cardboard template of this is how far this moves. Oh, that's yeah, that's good. Or this is how far this shoots. You know, that, kind that of helps. stuff like that. That helps. Like I played a little bit of um, Wing, Wings of Glory, which is a war, which is, well they have World War One, but they also have World War Two fighter planes. Mm-hmm. It was the precursor to X Wing. Oh, it's okay. kind of what X-Wing is kind of based off of. Gotcha, gotcha. But with less cards in it, mm. you mostly just have the base stats of your of your plane and when you build your squadron and whatnot. Okay. They also have another one called Sails of Glory, which is sailing Boats. ships. Boats. Yeah. Yep. It's that Ubisoft game we talked about last week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones, yeah. Mm. Man, I can't tell which one I want to play, either Skull and Bones or uh, Sea of Thieves. I think Sea of Thieves is more my... My Pace. type of that yeah. looks more fun. Yeah, yeah. It, did, it did look more fun be- because you can actually get off the boat and do stuff. And yeah, but then like, but Skull and Bones is more like technical and like real pirates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. real real seamanship. Oh, but uh, man, there were there were a lot of people. Oh, I also did a I did a lightest touch LARP dungeon. Oh, okay, cool. Which is a lot different than the LARP game that I play that mm-hmm. we also demoed at Origins. Okay. Where you're not really allowed to crack people with the weapon, but also their weapons are latex. Oh wow. Okay. Well, they look like they look like real weapons mm. versus our stuff. And there's like a overarching story and there's dungeon, you know, solve puzzles and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad. Um it's partially partially skill based, but also um numbers and hit points and whatnot. In it, mm. me and my uh, me and my crew went through and mopped the floor with them because nice. those people don't know how to block. <laughs> <laughs> there was another thing there, and I guess it's a big thing at Gen Con, and I wanted to do it, but it was forty dollars to do it. Mm-hmm. It's called True Dungeon, okay. And I guess they have a very high like production value, mm-hmm. like almost it's almost like a fantasy escape room, okay, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's Magic Quests, except more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And actually, I guess that's such a big thing. The chips you get that are like your items and whatnot you collect in the dungeon that mm-hmm. you get to keep and go to other true dungeons with. Mm-hmm. 
with your character, uh, people sell them on eBay for real money. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah, wow. like my one my one buddy went through it, and I guess he got a chip that's worth like ten bucks in real cash. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm like that's okay. I mean, it has an old micro economy in itself, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Make up for your ticket price by selling your chips after the game. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was playing a monk and he got a bunch of items that monks can't use, apparently. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Sounds cool, though. I mean, yeah, it, it, it did cool. sound cool. I mean, and I watched like a video of like showing stuff. They have like professional makeup artists like putting prosthetics on people and whatnot. Wow. Yeah. That's that's rad. Yeah. I, I really wanted to do it, but I couldn't justify the price point mm. when I could sit there and go, well, I could buy another game for that. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. But yeah, that's uh oh and I saw Wonder Woman. That's those are my check it outs. Okay, yeah. What'd you think? Oh my god, I loved it. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, yeah. it is it's so very good. good. Oh man, it was so good. I want to go see it again. Mm-hmm. Like I need it more in my life. <laughs> the no man's land scene, mm-hmm. yeah. Taking the town, mm-hmm. all of it was just <sighs> Yeah. I wasn't I knew the red herring was coming. Yeah. Like, I could see it from a mile away. I didn't expect it. who it was. Oh, you didn't? No, I really didn't. I wow. just wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, I, I wasn't either. I was either. too busy enjoying the movie to... <laughs> oh, I I knew as soon as that character popped on screen, I was like, yeah, okay, it's it's this guy. <laughs> I'm glad I he eventually it. transformed, kind of. Kind of. I wish, I wish they would have blacked out his face Yeah. when he had the helmet on. Yeah, and just giving him like glowing eyes. Yeah, because he looked kind of goofy when you saw the the the, the helmet slit. Yeah, but yeah, that, that third act was a faltered, maybe a little. Yeah, I mean it was definitely where it stubbed its toe, but it's still an excellent. The movie. movie was so good, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Oh man, so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's. I mean, I dominated that first half of the show. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> um, I can do my check it out real quick. I. <laughs> I picked up arms. I played through the demo and one half of one match. And that is as far as I got before I had to go back to the real world and do actual stuff. It's been a hectic week. Yeah. Well, that's okay because I've played plenty of arms. Yeah. How is it? It's pretty good. Good. It's a little light on the single player content. Just though. a wee. Just yeah. a wee bit. All there is really is that Grand Prix mode, which is like your standard fighting game. Arcade mode. Arcade mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does change up if you play on uh, higher difficulties, which is neat. Cool. Um, the uh, And the the whole like loop of single player is just getting enough coins so you can go to the, the arms getter and yeah. get new arms to unlock for your characters, but it's too expensive to do. Yeah, it's really? 30 coins a pop. Yeah, well, the 30 coins, you don't get squat either. You got to at least save up for the 100 for the medium timer length to get more than, like, one or no arms. <laughs> wow. They, they need to adjust that in a patch or something. I, I'm sure they will. Either lower the prices or make matches give you more coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you're only getting, like one to two coins per match until the final match where they get seven. Yeah, it, it takes a few go-throughs to even get 100. Yeah. Hmm. It does adjust on higher difficulties. You get slightly more coins, but not enough to make it not feel like a slog. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm still working on the controls. I'm not too great at the motion punching. I don't use them anymore. Oh, I was all into the motion controls on the test punch. But the first time I tried the full version of the game, I did it with regular controls, and I like it a lot better. I'm still having a little trouble. I keep uh, hitting dash when I want to hit left punch, and that is really throwing me. Yeah. 
I keep missing with my hook shots. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll punch behind them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done that a lot, too. Then again, I've only done it for, like, two minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Twintel's the best character. Oh, I whooped her. I whooped her bad. Oh, she, She's the best because of her air charge. Normally, like, you can charge up your arms either by waiting or holding a block mm -hmm. to get them to use their special moves. She can charge while she's in the air, so you can jump and hold down the dash button, and she'll charge up her arms. Ah, uh, cool. Cool. And it's awesome. I've been playing as a... Uh... May May the Rob the ramen, May, 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 yeah, the the ramen chick and uh yeah she's noodly goodness. <laughs> I just tried the main guy. Oh, uh, Spring Man. Spring, Spring Man, Man. Just because eh, I'm I'm eventually gonna play through all of them. Yeah. Plus, I guess the first DLC character is gonna be the um boss. Yeah, Max Brass. Max Brass. I mean, he looks cool. He looks like some sort of a uh, Nazi super soldier <laughs> experiment. <laughs> Aren't his arms like uh, championship belts or something like that? I think so. The ring, the ring around the the map is a championship yeah. belt. Gotcha. Okay. But he's I, got like a lot of like brass like ornamentation on, on him. Mm. He looks kind of like a I don't know. He just looks like a professional wrestler with a lot of ornamentation. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know he looks as a blob monster. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I played arms too. <laughs> yeah, we played it through the Grand Prix together. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Like, do you, how does that work? They just, it just doubles up every match. Oh, so you're sure fighting two people then? Yeah. Oh, okay. I but, hate V-Ball. V-Ball's so stupid. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier with the uh, not motion controls because you can move around a lot easier and quicker. Yeah, that's the one thing I've noticed, like, I really don't like about the motion controls is the moving is, moving forward is really super slow. You really can't move back. Yeah, it's really, the movement is really sluggish. Like, every that's time I try to move back, it just puts me in guard mode. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I'm trying to like just dash and jump everywhere, and it's, it feels clunky. I think I might, when I play again, I think I'll probably boot up the Pro Controller and see what I can do there. Oh, there you go. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Will tonight be the night that Bruce reveals himself to the Magnificent Miranda? I never met a girl like you before, Miranda. Miranda. And I'd do anything for you if you just ask. Miranda. Ask me to do anything for you, Miranda. But please don't ask me to remove my mask. It's against the code of heroes. But you know how much I love you, darling, so come into my kingdom. Boy genius, what are you doing here? Bruce, come right away. There's a job to be done. A giant octopus has run amok in Washington. Hmm. Boy genius, this is one time you'll have to go it alone. Would you like to see me make my muscles dance, Miranda? For someone powerful as me, it's no big task. Miranda! Ask me to do anything for you, Miranda. But please don't ask me to remove my mask. It's attached to my special super thermal V nuclear long underwear. But don't think I've forgotten my promise. Tonight, I'm going to kiss you. 
something terrible has happened. Mr. ACDC, the electric brain, has threatened to turn off the electric current all over the... See what I mean? Holy Sherlock Holmes, boy genius, you're becoming a real stick in the mud. You better zoom, zoom right out of here. Oh, I can see the hurt look on your face, Miranda. So I'm gonna do the little thing you ask. Miranda. Come take a peek, a teeny weeny peek, Miranda. Get ready now while I remove my mask. There, darling. What do you think? Oh, please, put it back. Drought! I never met a girl like you before, Miranda. Hey everybody, we're back. That was Miranda by Adam West, a song that he released back in like the 60s, like at the height of Batmania. We played that because, and this uh, this news bit is a couple weeks old, but we had E3 last week. Uh, wanted to get the sad stuff out of the way right off the bat. Uh, Adam West um, sadly passed away about a week and a half ago. Just want to take a minute and kind of, you know, talk about Adam West and how super great and awesome he was. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, um, PBS played old episodes of Batman for a time, Mm -hmm. like right after Sesame Street. Yeah. So like Batman was as seminal for me as Sesame Street. Street. That was like children's television for me. I mean, Stacey's Batman is iconic and it's just how cheesy and awesome and weird it was. Oh yeah. You know what? For kids, it's great action. And for adults, it's sly humor. Yeah. And that's, it's perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched a couple episodes the other night just because yeah. and it was fantastic. Yeah. Which, which ones did you watch? <laughs> just the first two. Okay. So yeah, the, the Riddler, the Riddler. Yeah. yeah. God, Gorshin was so good as the Riddler. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, it's uh, it's it's sad to see him go. But he was what, 88. He was, he was 88. Yeah, and um, he wasn't sick for very long. Did you see the tribute that LA did for him? I saw that. Yeah, that was really nice. They um, beamed the bat signal on a building. Bat. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I actually watched the uh, the show Powerless uh, was canceled this year. It didn't make it through its entire television run but the last it was very bad because it wasn't very good (laughs) but the um the last episode of the season or series as it turns out featured adam west and his last role and um they released it for free online yeah and i sat and watched last night and um he wasn't in it for very long but he was very much playing up the mayor adam west kind of persona (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, Mayor West is one of my favorite Family Guy characters. Oh yeah, Mayor West brought his career back. Oh know, yeah, w- without a doubt. But no, and, and Powerless the the sh- episode ends with like it looks like Adam West is talking to the crowd saying, "Will our intrepid heroes do this? Tune in next season. What do you think, Plant?" And it cuts to a side shot, and he's like talking directly to like a potted plant. <laughs> Don't worry about that right now. You need to find out who took my light bright pieces. My name's not Adam, <laughs> Adam Wee. Wee, or is it? What number did you dial? Never call this number again. <laughs> I showed him. No one messes, messes with, with Adam. Adam Wee. <laughs> uh, they said they're going to do a tribute on Family Guy, which oh sure, yeah, Great. that's they, that's really cool. They better. That's classy. Yeah. 
You know, uh, I actually met Adam West very briefly uh, a number of years ago. Oh yeah, I was at, there at one too. Of the cons, yeah, and uh, you know, didn't didn't really talk to him all that much. I was kind of too stunned too, but uh, he seemed like a really cool dude, really nice guy. Yep, and that was back in the uh, one of the first Wizard World cons. One of the first ones, yeah. After yeah, the after they bought the Mid Ohio con, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Yep, he was there, and Burt Ward was there. Mm-hmm. He was like the only celebrity that had a no photos sign. Uh, next to his, his thing. So I took a picture of myself next to the no yeah. photos sign. Because <laughs> I'm a rebel. What can I say? Yep, you were wearing your Star Trek shirt. I sure was. <laughs> <laughs> they have that sign. That sign's always there in front of the guest alley now. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty much a blanket policy at this that was, point. That was also when the celebrities were in the very very front of the... And it the, made it almost impossible to get in the Oh, doors. yeah. Why would they do that? Uh, that was oh, that was a bad idea. That was a very bad they idea. They learned. They yeah. learned that yeah. year. That, well, yeah. The next year, they went to the back. Yeah. That was uh, the year I met uh, um, um, Lando. Mm-hmm. Billy D. Billy D. Williams was yeah. there. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Who else was there? Um, 100% of the time, it works. It works every, every time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Pray I don't alter the deal any further. Um... <laughs> James Mar uh, Marsters was yeah, there. Yeah, uh, Spike from Buffy. Sure, it was a good lineup that year. It was, it was. But uh, but no, Adam West, um, he'll be missed. Definitely. He will. I saw oh, somebody missed. tell a story on Twitter. I forget who it was, or I would credit them about when they met Adam West, and their name was Adam, mm-hmm. and they're getting him to sign something, and he goes, "What's your name?" And he's like, "Adam." He's like, "What? No, no, that's my name." And then Adam West goes, "Oh, I haven't seen you at any of the meetings." <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good that's really funny yeah i followed i follow him on facebook and I did you know, too. he would mm-hmm. post videos and stuff all the time mm-hmm. just super cool super just loved his fans mm-hmm. we finally got a, a star on the hollywood walk of fame here within the last couple of years i yeah. believe which i guess it's not really a big deal it's um you buy it yeah yeah they don't award it to anyone you just kind of prove how big of a celebrity you are and then you spend x amount of dollars and you get it yeah but uh it's still really cool they actually his um uh, son-in-law made a documentary about it mm-hmm. i haven't watched it but uh it's pretty cool i tell you the the 60s batman tv movie was one of my favorite is one of my favorite comedies tv movie no it's it was an actual theatrical release oh was it it was oh yeah it was huge either way it's great because mm-hmm. sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's let's not talk about sad stuff uh, anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> so let's find something good here on our list. Um, <laughs> well, it's not exactly good news, but it's not like death. Um, <laughs> it's not like death. <laughs> show title. Whoa, whoa. So I guess the Han Solo movie is running into a little bit of trouble. Lord and Miller, the yeah. the directors, um, Chris Miller and Phil Lord for Lord, yeah. I was gonna mix like I mm-hmm. always had to think about which way it goes. Oh yeah, it always takes a minute. Um, <laughs> they have been let go from uh, production on the film of, of creative differences, and yeah. they said they said themselves that they hate that kind of like stupid term. Usually doesn't mean anything, but this time it literally was because of creative differences. Yeah. This kind of scares me a little bit about the Han Solo movie, because um, Lord and Miller are great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, the Han Solo movie probably wasn't needed. Oh, no. Oh, none of these. It's still coming. I, I know, but <laughs> I know, but I love Star Wars, 
But I don't need to know Han Solo's past. No. I like him as a more mysterious character. Yeah. I don't want to see how young Han meets young Lando and young Chewie, or just Chewie. And get trained by... The um, Empire. Well, no, he Woody, actually... Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His, his, his street rat daddy. Yeah. I just... We don't... Well, yeah, you're right. We don't need it, and I don't... Part of me wonders if the Lord and Miller direction was making it too goofy. Yeah, it, it wasn't too, fitting into the too silly the the thematic kind of tone because even Rogue One, while it was a completely different style of film from the uh, mainline Star Wars films, it still had that tone. Still felt like Star Wars. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. It felt more like Star Wars than Episode Seven did. Yeah, but. I yeah I, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, maybe the Lord and Miller stuff just wasn't feeling like Star Wars. And this is just me being devil's advocate. I, you know, who knows? It's well, I don't want to go on record and say I think it's going to be a bad film because we all won't. know how bad we are at. We, we've picking. had we've had a bad track record as here of recently late. as of late. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the last two we got hit pretty hard on the last two movies. We said we're going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. At least we were right about Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, well... Hey, we were half right about Power Rangers. It just wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it was really bad. It was just... It was passable. It was passable. Yeah. yeah it was okay. Um, it was inoffensive. <laughs> except for the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, yeah. This is just kind of weird news. Came out of left field. Um, I hope they're able to write the ship, but doesn't bring a whole bunch of hope no. for the project. It's not a new, there's not a new hope here. Oh, no. man, you, you, oh. you took the joke. I was going to oh. do it. <laughs> oh. um, I wish they would have let him do whatever they wanted. Cause if they keep making star Wars movies that feel the same, they're going to end up in a Marvel situation. Yeah. It's very true. And it's not um, like there hasn't been comedy star Wars stuff before. Also, Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the holiday special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't have been worse than that, right? Yeah. You would think. What are you talking about? That thing doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know what? That, that movie has inspired one of my favorite quotes from like a celebrity type person of all time. George Lucas once said, if I had time and a hammer, I would destroy every copy of the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special in existence. <laughs> and I love that line. <laughs> I don't know. It was a bad. It's a bad idea for a movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like Lord and Miller enough where I would have just let him do what they wanted to do. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, we're not in charge of a uh, yeah. multi-trillion-dollar brand. Not, I'm not Kathleen Kennedy, so I don't get to make that decision. Yeah, and maybe, and again, maybe they were doing something that would have ultimately hurt the brand. And when it comes end of the day, Disney's about protecting their brand yeah. over creating something they're going to do they're going to pick the safer option unfortunately but at the same time disney's not dumb and they'll still make something that is good and it will make money something that's good and will uh is a little bit like they'll put their toe out of the norm but they won't like jump in head first oh, like, yeah, definitely. like Ro- rogue one there was definitely some like they made some tough and artistic choices and it worked one, and it worked yeah yeah but Disney's not going to do too like they're not going to go too far outside yeah. no uh well moving on from things that might be bad to things that are uh <laughs> HBO is going to be uh doing a Watchmen miniseries 
based off the comic. No. And it's being uh, run, show run by Damon Lindelof. Let's see. He did the show The Leftovers. I've never heard of that. I've heard, I've heard name, of it, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it's about. You know, you know, uh, it's after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. They're saying that it is uh, another retelling of the the original Watchmen, but it might have bits of those before Watchmen, like crappy, like mid 90s, yeah, mid 2000s yeah. series that nobody liked interwoven into it to pad out the season. Hey, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be the pirate story. No, you know what? The uh, ultimate edition of the Zack Snyder uh, Watchmen has that woven in. Oh, does it? It does. It's like the movie's like four hours long. I have it. And it's probably my favorite version of the film because it put the, the pirate story back in and it put the stuff between the Bernie and Bernard, Mm. the uh, newspaper salesman and the kid reading the comic. Yeah. Which I I always thought were uh, some of the best dialogue in the story. Oh um, yeah. Why can't they just leave Watchmen alone? Well, Aren't you know, we done? you know what? Watchmen didn't need to be uh, um, switched over from print to film in the first place. Yeah, is it- but <laughs> they did a decent. They did a very very good job. Like the probably the best job they possibly could have the first time. Why does it need done again? Isn't Watchmen more or less a comic about comics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just again it does. It doesn't need to be done. It was done right the first time. I just don't understand. I mean, I no, I understand. It's about making money. Yeah. Dave Gibbons needs money, and Alan Moore has given all like his has given his rights to the comic to the artist Dave Gibbons. Noted snake worshipper <laughs> Alan Moore uh, will not be making a cent off of this and won't have any creative control. Uh, but he will get mad about it, and we'll all hear about it. <laughs> accurate no for, for folks who don't know alan moore is kind of i don't want to say crackpot because that sounds mean but he is like the cranky old man yells at cloud of the, <laughs> of the comic book industry yeah he looks yeah. like a mountain man he looks like a crazy mountain man and worships snakes yeah he crawls <laughs> out of his cabin every so often to get on the internet and complain and, and complain about how his his works that he has given up the rights and control over are being used improperly are being mishandled yeah, yeah. Well, then you shouldn't have signed your signed your rights away. Well, part of the problem is when he originally created a lot of these, he was um, co-creator with the publisher. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times, DC. So it's yeah. what it's what happened with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Plus, Ugh. plus a lot of those were public domain characters that he used anyway. So um, they he didn't really have the right to uh, tell say no when that movie was being made. And that's what really burnt him in the in the first place. Um, they could have called that movie anything. Yeah, <laughs> they could have. That and movie could have been anything, and that was instead of garbage. Uh, it it could have been anything, but it wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, HBO Watchmen. I'm sure they'll 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 try. Now, will they shoehorn a bunch of extra sex in it because it's an HBO show? The only book the, had... only, the, only the first season. Yeah, well, the the <laughs> book had quite a bit of it in to begin with. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of it, of it, of doing it, <laughs> of doing doing the do. Yeah, raspberry flavor. Uh, <laughs> do SA. Yeah, I kind of like do SA. It is good. I like it too. <laughs> well, when you get when you get a good batch of it, anyway. There's different batches. Sometimes it tastes a little more voltagey than than yeah. the other flavors. 
Oh, are we talking about the Mountain Dew? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't. Have, have you seen the Dew essay? No, I haven't. It's, it's kind of a blue purple color. Oh, it's three flavors of Mountain Dew: a red, white, and a blue Mountain Dew mixed together. Oh, nice for America. Okay, so it makes like a purple ish. Yeah. 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 It's America's Dew, and it's it tastes kind of. It tastes kind of like a, a red, white, and blue Rocket Pop. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had one of those in a long time. And if you don't well, like since, it, you're since a last terrorist. Time I was at sixteen bit. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said, and if you don't like it, you're a terrorist. <laughs> uh, I'm still a fan of Pitch Black. Pitch Black is good. Although I like the original um, mix um, recipe. Oh, over the throwback? The, the, yeah. Throwback too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, no, I mean like the original when they first made Pitch Black as a oh. limited run kind of thing for Halloween. That recipe was better than the stuff that they're mass producing now, I feel. I don't know. I like Black Label. Black Label's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Black Label's good. Yeah. Anyway, green label's good, white this label's is good. Ducast. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> Dew well, <and> Doritos. <laughs> well, I didn't realize we're uh we were Gremlin Diva over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um let's keep talking about TV, uh Premiere TV, I guess. Um BBC's doing Dracula. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds good to me. It'll I'd be rad. Down for Dracula. It'll be it'll be really good. It's mm-hmm. the Sherlock people, the people who did Sherlock doing it. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's Moffat and the other guy. I can't remember his it's name. It's Moffat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's not <laughs> it's not Moffat Doctor Who, so maybe it'll be okay. <laughs> no, you'll just you'll like it'll be good. They'll get to the last episode, and then you'll hear the TARDIS winding, and then it was fade to black. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> And then, some... and then the Sherlock theme will chime in the back. It'll be the world. It'll be the world's most British crossover. Well, no, there'll be some dumb twist at the end that that story wise doesn't mean a whole lot, but is sure is surprising. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. Well, all I know is that this will give Tinder more things to draw weird fan art you about. Mean, tum- <laughs> you mean Tumblr? Tumblr. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, Tinder. No, you know that man. that you know that art site Tinder. Tinder, yes, the Su- art site. Super Hulacula fandom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good though. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the last Moffat Doctor Who episode we watched I fell asleep during. Who knows? Maybe it'll suck you in. Oh, oh get out. <laughs> Just get out. All right. Um, so speaking of dad jokes, <laughs> speaking of dad jokes, yeah. Let's. What is what is this? The Game Grumps released a video game, or they are releasing a video game in July about uh, dating dads. You are a dad, and you date other dads. It's called Dream Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Folks who don't know, Game Grumps is an online. Well, they started as a, an online uh, let's play uh, kind of channel, I guess. But they've kind of branched out yeah. into other. They're kind it's of, kind of a, it's a brand now. Yeah. It's a brand. They're yeah. kind of a creative collective of people at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but this certainly is a game yeah. that they are making. <laughs> it's the first one they've done. I'm sure it'll be funny. <laughs> yeah, it's being written. Uh, it's been written by uh, Vernon. What? Sh- Vernon Shaw. I always want to say Vernon Troyer, but that's, that's the, not it. That's the guy from Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, that's Austin Powers guy. <laughs> that's that's a mini me. <laughs> but no, Ver, uh, Vernon Shaw uh, used to run Hot Pepper Gaming, the channel, and uh, works for Game Grumps now. He was actually there uh, when we saw Aaron down at that. Um, oh, Wendy's. He was one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But I think I think he has the sensibility to write a pretty good, 
a pretty funny yet still respectful uh, gay <laughs> visual, dad dating visual, visual novel. novel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think my favorite is the dad that has the has the papoose. Yeah, <laughs> on his chest. And there's like a goth dad, and there's like a bearded, uh, red bearded dad. My question is: Is there a John Cena dad, <laughs> and is there a pigeon dad? Because there's not. It's not the ultimate visual novel. Unless there's John Cena and or pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For people who don't know, there there was a there is a dating sim where you date a pigeon, and then there's a weird fan dating sim where it's just different John Cena's. It's different John Cena's colored in with by MS Paint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cena Senpai. Oh God. I you know I'll be honest, I'm probably not gonna play it, but not because you know it's a d- dead dating sim. It's just I'm not a dating sim player. I'll definitely play it. I mean, yeah. it sounds well, you, like well, fun. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can let, let me know about that. You, i tell you what, stream it. Why don't we stream yeah. it on the... On the, the... <laughs> It'd make a good Let's Play. It would, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll play it if it's a Let's Play. If we're doing it for work, sure, why not? Yeah, that's, that's something that exists. We should, we should get together and play um, Who's Your Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I want to give them credit for not calling the game that. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been too that easy of a joke. way too easy. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dream Daddy's a much better. Yeah. One. I will say the uh, um, um, description, like the Steam description, is like, "Are you ready for this?" Hi, ready. I'm Dad. Yeah. That's a that's a funny. That was that was pretty funny. Well, you get to make your own dad. Your play player character. You get to design yourself with a, a dad Sona. Yeah, you get to <laughs> you get to create your dad Sona. This yeah. is this is my OC dad. Do not steal. Yeah. It's a Sonic dad. <laughs> Uh, all right. though, though Dream Daddy sounds like something the the McAvoys would write. The McElroys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or be a part of it in some way, sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Speaking of YouTubers, yeah. uh, Markiplier, famous YouTube guy. Ohio's own Markiplier, yeah. as it turns out, uh, was voted like number one most influential gamer. Knocking down PewDiePie from his throne lofty heights yeah his throne made of screams oh god <laughs> you know i don't congealed screaming <laughs> god <laughs> just a screaming and a bad haircut that's all it is and the kids love it uh, well the kids are wrong <laughs> anyway uh you know i don't watch markiplier i don't uh i i've yes. had had the vaguest of of uh exposure to markiplier and he seems all right he seems all right he seems like a nice i've watched dude. a video or two of his i mean he's yeah. just he's just another comedy youtube gamer guy yeah at least he's not pewdiepie or jontron so <laughs> that's good yeah it's yeah. like somewhere when tubuscus was doing walmart commercials i don't who who tubuscus he did a lot of he did a lot of music videos he also did a lot of let's plays and stuff mm. i really liked him his name is the name's um toby turner is his actual oh. name okay it's it's weird. He's uh, Markiplier's for the most part been able to avoid the uh, the uh, usual um, kind of cycle that YouTubers seem to get into, where <laughs> they get super popular for a while and then they say or do something that is like, so bad, so yeah. terrible, horrible, unbelievably heinous. <laughs> yeah, and we're not just talking about JonTron. The um the uh um what's it? The guys that make the bad food. Oh, oh, Epic, Epic Meal Time. Epic Meal Time. Or, yeah, yeah. Har- Harley's not the coolest dude either, from what I understand. <laughs> um, but you one, couldn't tell. You take a one look at the guy, and you 
you're like, okay, yeah, that guy's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> um, this isn't all just a character, apparently. Yeah, apparently not. Um, but no, it seems PewDiePie, of course, has had his run-ins with... Um, Bad press. That's putting it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some some ill-informed, poor decisions on what is a joke and what isn't. Yeah, well, and you know, a lot of that comes down to... Um, common sense sometimes people who get online don't have it become famous online for like initially starting out setting up a camera and and just talking to the void uh maybe don't have quite a firm a grasp on common sense as most do and markiplier seems to be one that does have the, the common sense Usually people that have this big of a reach over this many people have a publicist mm-hmm. to keep them from turning into wackos. Mm-hmm. But YouTube, YouTube people don't do that. They don't. And they also get their audience really fast out of nowhere, seemingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a, uh, that is a problem sometimes. Uh, and, and their audience doesn't match their skill level. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to insult anybody, but... PewDiePie is not a professional comedian. He's not. But he has the audience of one. Right. So you're going to get jokes that don't work. Yeah. And then you have the young kids who then interpret those jokes as things that should be like emulated. Yeah. And kind of get into a weird yeah. spiral a little bit. Like, like a young comedian that is at PewDiePie's skill level would have thrown that joke out at the the ha ha hole in you know nowhere Wisconsin and it wouldn't have flew and they, and they would have learned on. a lesson yeah yeah the ha hole yeah that was the first uh, stand up joint I could make up off that's the top a, of my that's head that's a great name though I like that <laughs> that's good but uh but yeah you're you're absolutely right yeah and when you're when you're screaming into the void you don't get that immediate feedback and. You know, as long as you're getting the, the views, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but Markiplier kind of goes but above Markiplier, this. He, he, seems, yeah. he seems to, he seems to have, have a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. He's, he's got my thumbs up of approval. Sure. Apparently. Why not? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, let's, let's fly through a couple of these real quick. Godzilla 2 has started filming. Yay. That's cool. What's even cooler is there's going to be other monsters. <laughs> well. Like not made up ones like the Mutos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're getting like you know familiar faces like Mothra, Mothra, and Rodan, and King, King, King Ghidra. Ghidra. Yeah, and that's th- those are the three. But yeah. I love the monsters, and I hope that they do them justice. I hope there's tiny, tiny singing women. For oh Mothra. yeah, I hope so too. That would be that would be great. Mothra, Mothra. <laughs> I hope it- we actually see more of Godzilla in this film. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I hope. That this means we'll eventually someday get a, uh, I know it's a different company, but uh, another high budget Gamera movie because yeah. he's the friend to all children. Oh man. Why, why in this world of crossovers and everything, why haven't those two companies gotten together and just made a Godzilla versus Gamera movie? Because it's Toei versus, um, oh God, it's the company that to- does ult- Toho. Uh, Toho, yeah. Yeah. One of them's, one of them's the one that does Toho's Godzilla. Toho's Godzilla, Toei is uh, Gamera. And Sentai. Wait, no, it's not It's not Toei. It's the one that does the Ultraman. Oh, God, okay. God, who is that? Um, Super, um, Super something. Yeah. Subarai or something like that. Subaru. Subaru, yeah. <laughs> Joe Azuzu. Uh, 
Uh, that's a joke for the older people that are listening. But anyway, yeah, Godzilla, it's going to be great. Gareth Edwards is still working on it, and it started filming. It's cool. I wish they didn't kill off Brian Cranston in the first one. Yeah, I still like the first one. I do, too. I, I like it, too. That, la- that third act is amazing. It's it, very good. It was no Shin Godzilla. No, no. <laughs> yeah, because Shin Godzilla has floppy, floppy slug Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, God, that was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Is that movie out on Blu-ray yet? I'm sure it is. I, I want to own point. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone made a uh, ki- uh, custom Kigurumi of floppy... <laughs> with with with, goog- with googly eye Godzilla, okay. nice. Oh yeah, it's kind of great. Let's see. Speaking of, I guess this will be the, our last one. Uh, speaking of movies, uh, it's been reported that Jeff Goldblum is writing his own dialogue for Jurassic World Two. And <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. As he, long as it works. He must not have that media of a part. He probably just has an extended cameo. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> As long as he says nature finds a way and throws in a couple of ums and uhs, <laughs> I, you know, I'm in. Oh, man. It makes me wonder if he writes his own uh, dialogues for those apartments.com commercials that are really oh, weird. God, those are great. <laughs> I love Th- those. Those are like Tim and Eric level. I know. Ads. They probably directed They, they them. probably did, yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I love it when celebrities lean into the, their like perceived weirdness yeah. for things like Jeff Goldblum is a great example. Who else? Well, Adam West was a really good example too. Once he kind of leaned into like, I am playing Adam West, the character. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Bruce Campbell kind of does the same. Bruce thing. Campbell. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, uh, Bruce Campbell has been playing Bruce, uh, Campbell. Bruce Campbell as whatever for the last 20 years. Um, Terry Crews. Yeah. Oh God. Terry <laughs> Crews. Oh man, you know he is an accomplished artist. Yes. Yeah, it's like really huh. good. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure there are a million other ones we could sit here all day. Yeah, do guy. Oh, oh yeah. He Michael kind Rooker. Of does. Michael, yeah, Michael Rooker. Rooker kind he, of. He kind of does. Yeah. If you've ever seen him at a con, he's he's a, he's a hoot. Yeah, he is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, he is a lot of fun. But yeah, just I I love it when celebrities go all in, and Goldblum ha- is the next in the long line of ones that are just. Why not? Yeah, I mean he's got that that food truck. He has the yeah, Chef Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, too bad that wasn't only in Australia. That's still, <laughs> wasn't he like researching a role or something? I don't remember. I, I think it's, I think that's Probably. what he was. But still, that's still really cool. <laughs> he's gonna be in the sequel to that John Favreau movie. Oh, food truck, whatever. Yeah, was it just Chef? Chef. Chef. It was actually a pretty good movie. Oh, it was? Okay, yeah. see, I didn't, yeah, I didn't watch that one. It, it's a lot of food porn. Hey. But that's okay, yeah. That's okay. And I it's always pretty like good. looking at good food, so, yeah. It's got ScarJo and, uh, uh, Sophia Vergara. Well, and I was talking about, uh, Tony Stark. I can't remember his name. Oh, um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically a reunion of the cast of Iron Man It's too. Iron Man, but a food truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. All right, well, hey, I think we're pretty much at time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Nerd Overload Radio. Hooray, he's back. He can do his part. <laughs> we don't have like this weird, like, oh, crap, who's going to do that part? <laughs> You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload or subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, or also subscribe to our Twitch channel, Nerd Overload Live. Yeah. We, yeah all do, kinds do, of stuff. Do Get all up. that stuff. You've got homework. 
And yeah. it's do all the stuff on the internet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Just do a search for Nerd Overload over there. Uh, and I think that's pretty much it. So again, thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>